Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook Podcast, where you can sit and relax while I try not to pop my pamps. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, Threads, the new social media platform that is taking the internet by storm as it rivals Elon Musk's Twitter. But is it a space kink people will flock to? I have an open discussion with the community to find out. This week in Newsy's Nook, the social media app Threads is Mark Zuckerberg's response to Twitter. In record time, the new platform garnered over 30 million signups in less than 24 hours after it launched. Unlike other Twitter rivals, Threads is easy to set up because it is connected to your Instagram. I asked on Twitter, any ABDLs heading to Threads? About 15% said yes, about 40% said what's that, and 45% said no. Some said they signed up to reserve their name, while others brought up, like Instagram, you can't post porn. I hosted a Twitter space on the topic and opened the conversation up to anyone who would join. Here's some of that conversation. For kinky people, I don't know if it is what we need, right? Like, it just, sound, it just sounds like a glorified Instagram, but with more text. And I'm like, I already have Instagram for that. Do I need a thread account for that? Like, yeah, Twitter sucks, but it's... It's not gone. True. And I, I from my perspective, I, I barely use any social media. So um, Twitter is enough for me. Do you mostly use Twitter just to like show off, get off, snoop around? What do you what do you primarily use Twitter for? Oh, yeah, that. Um, come here take a look around. <laughs> uh yeah get off move on yep (laughs) i've only been using it for the last few months um yeah yeah that seems to be like how i use social media like instagram is where i post like all my like i call them my artsy photos or like you know the photos i want to show off and then twitter is just like a cesspool of just like (laughs) smut that's where all the smut goes (laughs) right and so you know if threads isn't going to allow smut, I don't really see a reason to get it. And the point that I keep bringing up that uh, Don brought up, he puts on diaper active in LA is that if you delete your threads account, you also delete your Instagram account. So I'm like, is it even worth it to create one? If cause then you're... my, in- yeah, if my Instagram is going to get deleted, yeah, you don't want that. I know, especially since I've worked so hard on it. <laughs> I mean, if if Threads started to allow more smut, do you think you would get one considering the place Twitter is in? Maybe. I'd have to see a lot of the community move over there before I'd be willing to um, make an account. And it kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere, right? <laughs> like one day there was Threads and then the next day there – or one day there wasn't Threads and then the next day there was. There wasn't like a, hey, yeah. in, All of a sudden, in one month we're going to have it. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's they saw an opportunity, you know, this past weekend what a week ago when they when Twitter um made it so you couldn't see too many posts. They said that saw that and said, Oh, oh, we should take this chance. We should just come out with this new thing that we've been working on. Here's our opportunity. Do you think Meta had this in their back pocket the whole time and was just waiting for Elon Musk to like 
stumble and then they released it. You know what? Now saying that out loud, I bet they my tinfoil hat speculation is that's probably <laughs> what they did. They probably had this in their back pocket the whole time and was like, all right, Elon Musk, fuck up. And then once he did, they released it. Yeah, they're just waiting for their chance to, to get out there. That's, that's a good theory. I like that. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that with you. And I don't know how I feel about the whole paying more for to see more on on Twitter. That just seems like like I know Twitter wants to make money, but as someone that works in news and literally goes through Twitter all day, I know a mm-hmm. ton of news stations that are like, "Oh yeah, it sucks because we basically can only do like one hour of work, and then someone else has to log into their Twitter account, and then they do an hour of work, and then someone else logs into their Twitter account. Like it's it's ruining newsrooms up and down the country." That I'd never thought of that because you guys rely on Twitter so much just to to figure out what's going on and to see something live going on. Oh, that's interesting. But then it makes me like wonder, you know, if Twitter gets worse, are we all just going to go back to Tumblr? Is that what's going to happen? Would you go, Rhino? Did you have a Tumblr? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's probably what I've been looking at. Even after it went down, went away, and then it still is kind of trickling. Um. So I, I mean, I still even look at Tumblr. I heard that you can post. I can't speak. I heard you can post more porn on Tumblr now, versus when you know the crash happened and then everyone moved. I heard it's like slowly coming back in almost like a artsy Instagram kind of way. And on the topic of posting, I feel like lately. I know when I first got on, I'll call it smut Twitter. Like, it was very Tumblr-ish, right? Like, everyone was just posting what they wanted. They were reposting what they wanted. Now, when I go on Twitter, it almost feels like I'm just bombarded with ads from people that are like, subscribe to my Just For Fans. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Here's a three-second video. Subscribe to watch more. Like, it just kind of feels like a giant billboard now. I agree. Which I kind of, I don't, like... I will also say... I think sex workers should be able to advertise, but it's almost, I don't know, It's I almost feel like there should be a button that I can turn off and be like, I don't really want to see people's previews anymore. I don't know. Well, you can go in, and I've done this on some... Uh, God, I can't remember how you do it, but it's uh, like in search filters, you can like block the word just for fans. So you won't get any like of those just for fan ads. Or, you know, so every time somebody's like, gets a new subscriber, you don't get that post, which is wonderful. Um, but then also, if you're like, you know, kind of trying to see some of that, then you don't see it at all. So, Right. Which I guess that could be, you know, where Threads comes in, right? Threads doesn't allow nudity or anything. So maybe we'll see less of that on Threads. But then that goes back to my whole thing of... If I want to be a piggy person posting smut, I can't do that on Threads. So then I'm just back stuck at Twitter. Yeah, or I I really wish that, you know, Recon or, you know, one of these, like, kink-friendly, actually, apps would start their own, like, thread or their own blog post. Because I we've seen it with... uh, Oh, uh, what was it called? The big thing that Mastodon. Yeah, Mastodon. Mastodon was like a good, like concept, but it sucked ass. If 
like recon could go out they have a huge following already if they could just throw out a you know a blog site they could probably really do some damage to these other companies because i mean nothing they have nothing to compete with if they're allowing that stuff i mean Right. And I think it honestly comes down to money, right? Like Twitter can do this because they're Twitter. Mm -hmm. Meta can do it because they're Meta. Mastodon did, I, t in my honest opinion, I think they did the best they could with the resources they have. And I bet it's the same thing with Recon too, right? Like they've, they've mastered app, like, so, like social media hookup app. Yeah. Could they master t like a Twitter type app? I, that probably would take all of the resources, and then you know one will suffer. Correct. Yeah. Unless they have a sh a butt ton of money that we don't know about. They don't. I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's kind of a catch twenty two. Like you you're damned if you keep one, and you're damned if you leave it. Because you know, even though I don't hardly ever use Tumblr, I I've kept it because. My account luckily never got like banned or deactivated when you know the crackdown hit from Yahoo purchasing, but you know it's still not the greatest. I feel like it has you... kind of seen a little bit of resurgence, um, but I think it's with like younger crowds again. Like I think it's that like eighteen, nineteen year old are jumping back on there so they're like kind of yeah. re rediscovering you know the abdl community through there versus coming up in twitter right it's weird how the algorithm is just all interconnected and i'm and i'm guessing what you see on instagram will some way be connected to with what you see on threads and all of a sudden it's like i'm not in control of what i see anymore it's just all interconnected all meshed. yeah that's kind of that's kind of why I've been like, I'm going to hold off on threads until, you know, I have to. But I do, I've been like, oh, I better probably hop on there before, you know, because I've already seen where like a couple big people have like not been able to get their handle on threads because somebody else has already taken it, which I'm like just to be dicks yeah i i don't remember who posted that but someone posted like i'm not gonna use it but i went on there to reserve my name yeah which in like some ways is kind of like if you, if you really think about it like some ways that's kind of funny that like i'm only getting it to reserve my name i'm not gonna use it i just want my name well it makes sense yeah if, especially with the way everything is i mean your handle or your like, name is really your brand. So if you're not in control of it, then you're fucked. Yeah. Cyber, do you have a thread account? Not going to lie. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> it's like Instagram, but Twitter, and it's called Threads. <laughs> Do you think do you think Twitter has gotten to the point where you're going to leave and you might start a threat start a Twitter esque account somewhere else? Okay, um, I've thought about it, but honestly, just about every single social media site has gone to shit in some way, shape, or form. Um, we've we've been on several sites before. Twitter, I mean, it's pretty much just the same thing is happening that happened to Tumblr, just different. 
So it, it, it's very it's very much a weird area to put it. I have a couple of friends who have been like, oh, I'm going over to Mastodon because that's a bit of a better site to go to. I personally haven't made the jump yet just because Twitter, you're still able to post porn. Do you think with Elon's track record, in your opinion, do you think Twitter will eventually fall because Elon just has these crazy ideas and they don't always fall through? Are you are you worried that Twitter will ever reach that point where it's like, oh, shoot, he went too far. Now we're all screwed. Eventually, I think most social medias will come to a point where they just die. Twitter is starting to decline. I don't think it's going to die for probably another five years at minimum. Are there is there any social media platform that is kink friendly? Uh, I'm sure there are plenty. Um, the ones that come to mind really are FetLife, Switched, Recon. I'm sure there's some smaller ones. Obviously, Diaper Boys is the old OG one for us. Um, but those are more like Facebook esque apps. I don't know if there's one that's more content sharing, porn posting. Is there? Well, I would, I would tech, technically have the the traditional porn sites like Pornhub and such, but even those are very much, um, they they portray a kink friendly, but in reality, it's only kinks they don't want to have controversial deal dealings with, such as ABDL. Yeah. Ian, do you have a mast mast mastodon mastodon mastodon? Master, I, master, mastodon. I had a mastodon. So do, I was. Do there. you still use it? I was there for the Tumblr decline. Um, you can obviously you can look at Tumblr as a history of what happens when platforms choose to re, re, yeah, remove all their adult content. Right, yeah. choose money versus versus use or general use or you know. I would. Point I would of use. say it was money versus use. I think it was more just ease over running a service because the reason Tumblr moved to no adult content was because they had a serious issue with child porn or revenge porn. And instead of trying to moderate it and take care of it, they just said, okay, no adult content at all. See, I've heard multiple reasons why Tumblr fell. I've heard that reason. Then I've also heard the same way for OnlyFans, why OnlyFans doesn't really allow too much kink content is that the banks don't allow much of that. So I've heard I've heard the argument that, yes, it was a censorship thing, but it was also a money thing. And it sounds like Twitter is also kind of a, a money thing right now. It's always a money thing. It's always a money thing. Mm-hmm. Everything's a money thing. So... From what I remember, a Tumblr was Apple threatened to remove their app from their store, which to remove something from the Apple store, app store is extremely detrimental to a company. Mm-hmm. So Tumblr was like, okay, we have a serious problem with this. We can't moderate it. We're just going to ban all adult content. If if wow. Twitter If Twitter fell right now, let's say like Elon Musk was like, I'm going to shut Twitter down by the end of the day. Where would you jump to? That's actually a good question. Very good question. I um, only honestly, ask good questions. Honestly, so here's one thing that I can easily flaunt a bit with being more of a safer um, NSFW account on Twitter. If you go through my profile and just look at my media, you will notice I don't have a single photo of my dick. Not a single photo of my ass. 
there's one where you'll get a close glimpse of it, but you'll never see the full the full image. As someone that doesn't post such like such explicit content, even though I'm literally posting photos of me in diapers and whatnot, and probably with as little coverage as possible, I'd probably just move over to Instagram because Instagram is quite lenient about their kink stuff on there. I've actually, this is going to be weird to say, but I've literally seen a video of a lady giving birth on Instagram. What? Mm-hmm. I don't remember how I found it. I think I was looking at the hashtag that um, a, an Olympic gymnast used or something. And lo and behold, there was a close-up of a baby being birthed that's insane only because i mean it goes back to that whole thing on tiktok right like it seems like the algorithm is very pick and choosy because i think on tiktok there's some people that literally show it all without showing it all and they get yes. away with it and then there's some people who show a little without showing it all that get banned immediately and i know for at least some diaper people that i talk to it's the same thing on instagram that's why i'm so terrified to like make the diaper so forward focused because I'm always so worried. Like I really like my, like if Twitter fell today, would I be sad? Yes. If my Instagram fell today, I would be devastated. Well, because Instagram is a really good place to to like promote yourself, I guess is a better place. It's not really a good place to show yourself off, even though you can very easily do that. You can listen to the full Twitter space conversation on my Twitter at NewsyBaby. After the space, I linked up with Ian to talk more about threads and is it a viable spot for kink people to move to if Twitter became the next Tumblr? Just looking at the at the rules and regulations for threads, I don't see it being as successful as Twitter because as we discussed, you can't post all the smut that we all enjoy. Correct. Um, I wouldn't say it'd make it unsuccessful. I think for the reasons I typically use Twitter, it would be unsuccessful because the way I use Twitter is I post my soggy butt and doing naughty things all the time. So that would not work on Instagram or threads. I'm looking right now at their, their terms of use or how do they refer to it? The community standards is what meta refers to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the two biggest things really is the policy against displays of nudity or sexual activity, as well right. as their anti-sexual solicitation policies. Two big things that I think really inhibit threads from taking over Twitter as being a kink space. Right. And I know during our discussion, you know, we brought up that let's say... Let's say Twitter did fall for whatever reason, right? Whether it be uh, people were priced out, right? Because Elon Musk is now making it to where you have to pay to see so so much content in one day. Um, you know, who else? Who knows what else he has in plan? In plan has planned. Um, let's say Twitter did did stop. Let's say it became another Tumblr situation. Um, I know you already mentioned it, but where where would you go? Where would you go? So I already have some socials that are not Twitter. Um, I have Twitter is my biggest one. And then I have a Telegram channel. I have Snapchat. I have a FetLife. I have a Reddit page. 
So I have a lot of different socials. Um, none have seen to be as successful as Twitter. That being said, if the, the, the unfortunate kink apocalypse is to hit us again, like Tumblr, mm-hmm. um, my current idea right now is I actually thought about this while we were discussing this in the space, um, was to use Instagram to just post my kid core kind of clothing. Um, not very diaper sexual, um, oriented, just very much age play oriented. And then plugged in my Telegram or Snapchat for more explicit content. I find that Snapchat and Telegram are great for giving you a personal connection to your followers. People feel more comfortable commenting and interacting on Telegram and Snapchat because they feel it's a more personal connection to you than a Twitter post where there's 10 other people also thirsting for the same person. Mm -hmm. Um, I just find Snapchat and Telegram suffer in the sense it's hard to, you can't advertise your Telegram channel in Telegram. There's, they have to already be in your channel. Um, You have to use other platforms to promote Telegram and Snapchat. There is a, a, a per, uh, there is a public Snapchat option you can use, but I would not find that very uh, effective for a kink account because that would open you up to being seen by other people in your general area that are not there for the adult content. Right, and there, well, I know for at least some diaper boys that I follow follow on Snapchat, there is like a like uh, closed friend option that you can do on Snapchat. But then of course you run down that rabbit hole of, I need to find you first, right? I need to know who you are. I need to ask your permission to join your circle. And then I get to see what I want to see. So my question is, what do you think makes Twitter so successful? I mean, why, why was it the, why was it the next place to go after Tumblr? What made, if you, if we could all think back, why did we all choose Twitter as the space that we wanted? I remember, I can speak for what everyone else did, but my personal experience was my first, my real first, first social media was actually YouTube. Um, okay. I won't go into detail because I was a minor at that time. Uh oh. I then shifted over to Facebook. Uh, and then I finally landed on Diaper Boys as an 18 year old diaper mm-hmm. boy. So that was the, I want to say my first actual social media. Um, I then migrated over to Tumblr because Tumblr just searching for diaper content when I was 2019, I I just found Tumblr all the time. And I was like, okay, this is where everyone's at. Mm -hmm. Diaper Voice doesn't have the ability for you just to find new people. You can just search areas and such, but it's not quite good for just, it doesn't have a timeline that lets you just scroll through and see, oh, I haven't seen this person before. Let me go follow them. Tumblr had that algorithm that lets you do that. Um, and then when Tumblr fell and people were moving on, the two options I saw the most were Mastodon and Twitter. Um, I chose Mastodon at first because I was still a little concerned about showing myself in a public space like Twitter, where Twitter was seen as Tumblr was seen as, you know, the, the degenerate social media that not all my friends were on as right. You could be hidden. Yeah. That's where it's Twitter where, you know, we have more the, the, the normies on that's where the normies go to discuss their memes and political commentary. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I used Mastodon for a while. I found it difficult to use. It did not have that thread algorithm that lets you just find new people. You had to follow them to see their content. Um, so I started using Twitter and Mastodon in tandem with each other. And eventually I just found more success with Twitter because it's just the better, because it was the bigger platform. It had more of a budget than Mastodon. It wasn't run by a small team. It just had the better algorithm that lets you be found by other people. And I found that that was the bigger platform I was growing on more than Mastodon. Right. Um, I think, I feel like most of the community probably felt the same way. It's just, they found their, their following grew better on Twitter than their other, the other rival social medias. Right. It's, it's, as you were talking, I was thinking about things like in terms of ingredients and it seems like the ingredients for a very good kinky space is it needs to show, I guess it doesn't need to show, but I think it's a big part of this conversation is it needs to be able to show smut, whatever your definition of smut is. It can be as, as vulgar or vulgar or an ex expletive as you want it to be. Whatever way you fall on that tandem, you need to be able to find people easily. I know that was my main problem with mass dumb is I couldn't find people easily. And the same reason why I feel like FetLife, Diaper Boys, and Recon is a hard platform to jump onto because unless you're near other like-minded people, it's really hard to find other people on those platforms. I know for me on FetLife, it's only straight people near me. There's no kinky gay people where I live. And so FetLife doesn't really work for me and same as with Diaper Boys. Um, so in terms of ingredients and also new content, I think I know when we were talking in our Twitter spaces, I brought up the fact finding new kinks, exploring new content is something I personally enjoy with Twitter, right? Yeah, I would say I, that was probably the, the defining things that made me leave Deborah Boys for Tumblr or Mastodon for Twitter was the ability to, to find new things and new people. I think any new social media that wants to take over Twitter space in its dominance of kink sphere has to be willing to recognize that people don't want to just join the single topic socials. They don't want to join Mastodon or they don't want to join Diaper Boys because they have other kinks. They want to express their rubber or their pups. And most of the time people on Diaper Boys and Mastodon are just like, I just want to talk diapers. I don't want to learn about your, your pups side or your rubber side. And so that content doesn't thrive there. And if you're really passionate about being a rubber pup that's wearing a diaper, you're going to go to somewhere that content's welcome. Yeah. And I think that's, that's probably why threads is a hard pill to swallow because on the surface, it seems like a great idea, right? Twitter is kind of going through this weird phase of on the vanilla side, you have very extreme views on a lot of things, right? It's a very political, it's a political, political platform for a lot of people. Um, in the kink space, I brought up that it's almost becoming a little bit of a billboard for a lot of sex workers, which isn't a bad thing. It's just if I wanted to get my socks off and I'm just going through like advertisement over advertisement for just for fans and only fans things, it's kind of gets a little old. I don't get to see like the grassroots like, hey, here's just my diaper pick or like, hey, here's my dick. Um, where I That's the hard pill for me to swallow for threads is it's like okay, great, you've given me the ability to show to, you know, it's another option for Twitter, but I can't show all the things that I want to show. 
And that's for me the hard pill to swallow. That and that your Instagram gets deleted if you delete your threads. Yeah. I mean, threads, Instagram, it, it I would say it is not for me. Granted, I I'm gonna reanalyze my thought process on how to use it because with Twitter being so vulgar or not vulgar, but uh instable, mm-hmm. not unstable, unstable with mm-hmm. Elon Musk just deciding to change something last minute and make a tweet about it and everyone panics. That's been, I've noticed the, the, the thing that happens every other month, tw- Elon Musk decides to do something new and then everyone t- says, okay, bye Twitter, here's my other socials. And then they're back the next week because it's not dead yet. Um, but I think it's, it's healthy, especially when you're, you are so interested in making content and sharing it that you have to find alternatives in case something happens because you don't want to just have Twitter and then Twitter dies and then you have nothing else. You can use Twitter while it's still alive to promote your other things. And if Twitter dies, then people know where to find you. Um, so I will probably personally use Instagram to post my, you know, kid core clothing, you know, here's, my other social links, if you want to find me in Wink, they're more interesting content than just my clothes. Um, right now I'm using threads to basically just post weird shit post thoughts I have. Yeah, so I posted on Saturday, uh, new, it's an emoji, but it's like the the uh, the bottom emoji that's like, mm. mm-hmm. the no mm button word, waddling like a slut there. Okay. And then, hi, isn't the conversation started? You think it is my friend. So that's kind of what I'm using threads right now. It's just like these weird thoughts that come to my head. Like, that'd be funny. I'm just going to scream that into a void. I would not say people are running in in droves to go to the threads right now, at least not in our our scene. Right. And it almost kind of feels like I do get a little bit of like a Tumblr flashback kind of feeling. Like, I feel like something is coming. Um. But the problem with Tumblr was it kind of right. It, it almost felt like like a fall, where Twitter feels more like a slow burn a little bit. Like I feel like less people, at least on my end, are using it. But it doesn't feel like a fall, right? Like Tumblr felt like a fall, where it was like it was here one day, it was gone the next day. We all had to choose where are we gonna go. Some people chose Mastodon, others chose Instagram, some people chose Twitter, where this feels like a slow, gentle fall of people. And I think everyone kind of is seeing what everyone else is doing. They're kind of figuring out, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I remember when the whole thing with Tumblr was they announced that they were not going to out adult content. I was one of those people who was like, okay, bye. And then I just started on Mastodon and Twitter. And I think I, along with everyone else, has learned like, okay, maybe not doing, throwing the baby out with the bathwater was a great idea because then we start all over again. People don't know where we are. They have to try and find us again. I've had, I still have people DM me every now and again to be like, oh my God, I used to follow you on Tumblr. I'm so glad I found you. And it's like, I've been here for a couple of years now, honey. Yeah. Well, I, so I brought up that in the Twitter space too, where to play devil's advocate, do you think it is kind of nice to set the forest ablaze every couple of years, you know, shake things up, shake where we are? You know, do, you, do you find anything useful in that? It's almost like 
I get to find new people every time we set the forest ablaze a little bit. Yeah, I would say so. Um, we're also kind of an interesting time in ABDO. You know, we're in like our third wave, was probably like maybe even fourth wave of social media sites. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this people who who really remember back in late 90s, early 2000s where there wasn't Twitter. It was like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. I don't have one because I was not really around that time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they had, they had um, uh, a disc, I guess, um, A-D-I-S-C. I, okay. I, it's a form. Um, it's still around, but it was very popular back then. And that was where everyone was back in that time was the forum posts. No, there wasn't a social media site. It was just forum posting. Um, and then there was Diaper Boys and then finally Tumblr, which was kind of like the big, you know, millennial type social media site. And now we're in our Zoomer phase where social media is so predominant, not just on our kink scene, but also just in culture in general. Yeah. Do you see an opportunity? So I know for a lot of straight people, FetLife is like the go-to do you see, and I know you can't speak for any of these companies, but do you see opportunities for like, for platforms like FetLife, Diaper Boys, and Recon to up their ante and maybe jump on this wave of let's adapt to what Elon Musk is doing to Twitter, right? Facebook meta did it, meta created threads in response to the craziness. Do you think FetLife, Diaper Boys, Recon should, in your opinion, jump on this wave of Twitter's kind of doing weird things, maybe we can adapt? I think you have to be careful always if your business plan is betting on the the decline of your rivals. Um, I think we've seen Recon recently with their new interest of ABDL are starting have clearly opened, are clearly trying to attract that audience and want to give the appearance of being very king friendly. Um, switched which we discussed in the space and is a very new social media platform recently increased their interest to include or not interest. They call it, um, uh, I believe it's called gear or clothing mm-hmm. where you can put in like, I like underwear. I like leather. I like spandex. They've recently added diapers as one oh, of those okay. wearing options. Okay. Um, so I think kinks focused social medias, like FetLife, like Recon, like Switch are very aware that kink, kinky individuals are concerned about the decline of Twitter and are adapting to take on those fleeing, uh, those fleeing members. But right. I would say it is, it is better. I would feel a better business plan to not bet on the decline of your rivals because you never know. Right. In wrapping up, you know, you kind of, we kind of brought up in the Twitter space, or yeah, in the Twitter space, how, you know, the rules and regulations of, of threads is very similar to Instagram. So they almost kind of in a, on the surface level feel like the same app. If for whatever crazy reason, Mark Zuckerberg was like, you know what, I'm going to make threads a little, little more, uh, risque a little more a little more showing of content do you think it might take off a little bit more for 
for kinksters, for content creators that rely so heavily on these platforms to advertise their OnlyFans, they're just for fans, their private websites? Well, I think it would show up even outside of that. Um, sex sells, people like sex. Um, I actually, I look quickly Google threads um, on Google, just because I wanted to find some headlines on it. And I, uh -huh. this one made me laugh and I think it kind of sums up my thoughts um, from Ted Crunch. You can't post ass, threads is doomed. Right, kiddos thank you for that wonderful conversation if you enjoyed the twitter space conversation let me know it was a new experience for me and i really liked hearing from everyone that was able to join all right kiddos i gotta go change see ya bye